Hello and welcome to Progressive Mindset, the podcast that is the place for entrepreneurs looking to expand both their mind as well as their business. I am Jason Kemsley. And I am Bradley Monday. So we're in a different location today. We've taken the podcast on on tour for a little bit. Um, And today we're going to start with uh, the power of no. And just before we jump into that, and we've done one not so recently as well, We've got to give a bit of context because um, for those that like listening or, or maybe even watching, um, we have not uploaded in what must now be five weeks, six weeks. It's It's been a little while, been a very busy period, right? It, it has and, and it's important we share with you sort of why, um, because, you know, like any leader, you get busy or something happens. Um, we actually, throughout the last six, nine months have been working on some M&A, which is merger and acquisition, for those that aren't familiar, news. Um, and we were able to share 1st September that uh, we had acquired um, a, a business and what that entails, and we'll talk about it more in another episode, but it meant that we had some crazy weeks of late evenings, early mornings, um, followed by a trip overseas to five different countries I ended up going to. You ended up visiting three. Um, yeah, it's been, um, it's, it's, it's been one of those, it's been very exciting. It's been, you know, equally as, as, as draining. It's, you know, it's, there's just so much that goes into it and it's meant that our efforts have had to be um, elsewhere. But of course, we're, we're, we're back. We love doing the podcast. We love sharing what's going on. And I think as we get through that process, um, we'll probably talk about that more in, in future episodes as well. This is going to give us so much new knowledge and uh, new insights that we can share and, and hopefully take you a, a bit along that journey of what it's like to go and start trying to fix things in a new company or learn about things or uh, so that's, forward to it. But this is where this comes from. Yeah, and that's, that's what I love about this podcast is we're not sat here saying that we're the, we're the experts in everything that we talk about. We are literally just two individuals that are going through you know, journeys that many, many, many people out there are going through that started businesses at various different stages. And we're just sharing what, what, what we've got going on and the learnings that we've had so that people don't fall foul of the same mistakes that we've made and, and can learn from things. So that's, that's what we're doing. And yeah, so it's back to the subject at hand and the, the power of no. Having those awkward conversations, as I've shared in previous episodes, is something that I've always been comfortable with easy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know saying that's that's not going to work we can't deliver on that those kind of things has been it it comes very comfortable to me but I've certainly observed that even as your business gets bigger and maybe you learn to be able to say no the people that are on the front line of your business talking to your customers experience the same human association with I don't want to disappoint absolutely right and I think that's a human this is a human level psychology issue might be the wrong word, but definitely if you went out in public or I suspect there's a big general problem with just saying no. I know I do it sometimes. Hey, Jason, do you want to do this on this date? Probably should say no, it's not a good idea. But it's easier to say yes because I don't want to disappoint them. Yeah, Their feelings matter to me, etc. Um, so to t- I guess to touch upon why you would say no, as a good sort of entry point. Yeah. Saying no can be as powerful as saying yes. Right? To I, jump into. I, yeah, I fully, fully agree. If it's something that you can't 
you know deliver wholly on then you shouldn't you just shouldn't be saying yes to it and there's lots of um lots of information out there about using no to protect your time i think we're coming at this from a slightly different angle in this isn't a time thing there's loads of information out there about that this is about ensuring that what you're signing yourself up for you can definitely deliver on and you're not going to disappoint down the line absolutely which is something that when you get into the enterprise space happens consistently right is if i call microsoft and say i want this and it's not something they do they don't they can't do it they don't do it they have very rigid yeah and arguably that's possibly how they've even reached that point is they go this is what we do this is what we have set processes to do this is what we can do consistently time and time again yeah everything else is a no because i just don't even know who i'd speak to 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 make that <laughs> yeah yeah i i agree but it's bring that into sme world there is a there's a preconceived idea that to grow to be good to be helpful you should say yes to everything uh, and that's something that i want to touch on is many of us start our businesses if we are starting you know grassroots businesses from the ground up you you want to bring on those customers you've possibly just left a job or you know you've taken big risks to start your business so the first thing you do is what have i got to say to bring that you know to bring money into into my my small enterprise and so you just start saying yes to everything, whether it's in your wheelhouse or not, that's very, very common. We did it. Yep. Um, we've still got some some contracts within our business today that we said yes to and continue to be, you know, troublesome. And yeah, you have to try and manage those out later. But so I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's always about saying no. But your business gets to a point of okay, you've overcome that. I I can pay the mortgage this month. I can feed yep. my family. Now we should start looking at what's what's right and this, this is a pricing thing we want you know people will again going back to they don't ask microsoft for for discount because know the answer they just know the answer already whereas as a small business and usually being asked by another small business owner we yeah we don't want to pay any more than we have to and so people are going to try and take advantage almost of that size so so Absolutely. if we talk around pricing for a bit you're going to get asked for some discount and price pricing is a big one right it's 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 so obvious to me, but maybe not others, that, that if you ask, if you're trying to work with a supplier, for example, let's say, say it's a cleaning company, and you ask for X amount of discount, and they give you that, I would suggest they're not very confident in what they do. They don't they don't value themselves, so why should I value them? It's, it's a very weird paradigm shift, depending on what side of the table you sit on. but. Mm -hmm. Asking for discount means I don't value that service, maybe. Or if you then give discount, I have been in scenarios where I have said, no, unfortunately, we have one price. That's it. I, I don't know how what the consistency level is, but quite often the reaction is, I actually quite like that. I respect that. You, you clearly know what it costs to do a good job or to deliver the level that you want yeah. to deliver. And so the... You know that we don't want to get into sales tactics, but talking about power shift, etc. When you don't offer discount, the power sits. You hold the keys, so to speak, and yeah. you're the valuable service. Very similar to Apple. Doesn't matter where you go in the world, Apple is the same price. If I go to Apple store, if I go to my local technology reseller, it's all one price, and they value themselves. Yeah, and it's 
one thing I think we're going to see reoccurring in this conversation is respect and, and rapport that saying no builds. And that's what yes. you're talking about there, right? Is there's a there's that immediate okay, they they know who they are, they know what they're delivering, and there's there's respect for that. They might not be able to afford it and they might sure. still end up going elsewhere. But But you're part ways on good terms. Yeah. And and they're there. They know that, hey, if that discounted service they went to didn't deliver, they know where to go because hey, if I do pay the money that I'm supposed to pay, these got these guys that wouldn't, you know, drop the pants, so to speak, to win my business are probably gonna deliver deliver what I need. And and taking it one step away from price, the person engaging with you is engaging with you because you are the expert in that field, which means you know what is required or what it costs to deliver that service that you're advertising. They don't. Yeah. And so saying no, not just in terms of price, it could be, hey, could we do this? No. Hey, could we start cleaning this thing in our office, going back to cleaning service? That's your opportunity to go, no, I wouldn't clean that material because of X, Y, Z. If you say yes and you then break that material, well, they're going to expect you to replace it. Or So that there's huge, there's a huge um, change in you are the expert. And so okay. saying no maintains you as an expert. You don't get an electrician and a plumber that will just try and do something. You know, they, they're they not going to say yes to putting in a pipe that just doesn't physically go. Yeah, and I think you've transitioned there into the, I guess the second, the second part of this is being able to manage the delivery of whatever you've sold with with no, is you know is, is equally as important as you've said. And where I've seen, inevitably you're going to either disappoint the customer, yep, or you're going to say no later down later down the line. But I think they're probably the or sorry later down the line or sorry down the later down. You know, as we're talking about, you know, having these these bespoke things that we've signed up to that just don't cost us more now than, than it takes to deliver, you you end up saying, hey, that's not working for me anymore. You know, and, and you transition it out. So there's disappointment. And I've always found that the longer it takes for you to deliver that message, the more disappointment. If we take that latter example, hey, we might be years into a contract now. Yeah, I'm really sorry, we can't deliver that anymore. You know, it doesn't doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't fit our set of services. It's like, well, well, hang on a minute. Why, why are you inconveniencing me for something you could have told me years ago? Time. Didn't didn't work. And go going back to rapport and respect. If you say to someone, actually, we don't do it like that, as you were alluding to, we do it this way because this is because what we, being the key word. Yeah, because yeah, absolutely, and it doesn't have to be. We associate no with negativity. Actually, hey, we don't do it like that because we think this is a better way to achieve that end goal. You, you haven't actually said no. You know, I didn't say no in that in that sentence. And so you can say no and be very powerful in your rejection of something without actually having using using those words that have negative connotations. Absolutely. And so I guess education in terms of one, we need to get over that as a as a business leader. Because I think that is a that's something you learn over a period of time, and quite often you'll learn it from making them making them get mistakes. Burnt. You get burnt, right? And so this, as we opened up the podcast with, this is us sort of saying, "Hey, we've we've been there, we've learned from this." I've knowingly said yes sometimes, knowing it's going to come and bite me, but I had to get burnt enough times that I realised the <laughs> value of saying no. 
Yeah, it's talk a lot about you know the instant gratification. It's kind of the it's the reverse of that, right? It's you don't want to feel that that negative. You don't want to disappoint now, yeah. but are willing to. So we'll do it later because hey, I've I've pushed it pushed it along. So the sooner we get there, actually, if we word it in the right way and we learn, we know how we do things. Yep. Then I, I think it doesn't feel so negative. You build respect, you build rapport, and it might not be right now for your customer. But they will come back. They'll ask you for future things to see whether and they'll trust you. What you are delivering, absolutely, absolutely, and gain trust. I guess just to jump uh, jump into the power of it in the title, the power of this is that the trust, the respect thing, but also that um, certainly in the services industry, I would suggest the majority still don't say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it in the last couple of weeks, and um, you know what? How you. It's a cultural thing. It's a support thing. It's there's multiple angles, but just saying no and you know this is what we're good at, or we'll do it this way, or whatever that looks like, is still probably a minority of those small and medium sized businesses. Certainly, from what I've seen in the services space. Yeah. Um, how to jump into to this piece? How do you, if if someone listening has a culture where they hear this or they see this or maybe they struggle with it. Mm-hmm. How, how do you go about making that shift because the, the only way we had ever made that shift was we had to learn it and then we had to support that through every single person yeah and it, and it does it's that support and once you've learned it or practice it if you're going to take you know advice from this having not been burned and go and try and once once you've learned how to deliver those messages it's about working with your teams to uh, to understand why that's that's a good thing. I think we went through, we've had people that resell services that we provide that get very frustrated around the why, yeah, why are they saying no? You know, we're trying to win business here. This is a collaborative effort. Yeah. <laughs> why are they saying no? So it's, it's working with those people, usually inside your organization, to to get them to understand and help them. I think if you help them word some of those those mails and or conversations, I think it's my experience is you're better off picking up the phone yep. rather than trying to put this in an email because then then you're down to interpretation of the words. You know how how did they mean to say that and yep. what was the tonality behind it? You get to dictate that by being on the phone. So I think that's a key one is let's get people to pick up the phone and start talking about the the nose because they can deliver it in a manner that they want to with all the expression that's needed into, oh, actually, let's do it like this, because that's that's much better. You can back and forth on some questions, because they're inevitably going to probe. Well, why, why do you do it like that? And you can it gives you that opportunity to share back and forth and leave your customer leading the conversation with, well, oh, I get it. I might, not, I might not agree, and that might be right for me, but I, but I get it. I understand it. Absolutely. And, and, and if you are a leader... Um, I was trying to think of a good analogy here. The only one I could come up with is if I'm not a boxer, but I say yes to a boxing fight because it was easier. I didn't want to disappoint. The end result is I'm just getting, I'm get, get I'm getting hurt, or it's not enjoyable, right? So, but that analogy is very similar to business. Is if you know oh, I should probably say no to this, but I'd like the money, or it's going to come back to a place where you're in a very uncomfortable position, which is ten times more uncomfortable painful whatever it may be than the original point 
And so you have to think about that discomfort to give you the to give you the sort of belief and, and confidence in yourself to say no then. No, uh, yeah, and getting that through to people is is the challenge. I think that is the challenge. I don't know whether we've got necessarily all the answers because different people learn in, in different ways and you're going to find staff members that just need to, to be burned by that. But possibly that's the key. We as leaders learn by making those mistakes because we inevitably experience the pain Yep. I've always been big on, hey, if that person needs to learn that lesson, the only way they learn that lesson is by experiencing it. the pain that they created. And as your business grows and you've got more departments, sometimes that pain is actually felt by, it might be the delivery team. If you've got a salesperson that's said yes when they should have said no, how do they how do they feel that pain? Yeah, yeah. this yeah. has to be across the business. Yeah. If you know your processes need to align to this, a salesperson should remain accountable somewhat after they've they've gone live or they're now in a contract and one month in, hey, this isn't what you said. Okay, well let's pull the salesperson onto that call or sold it so we can work out what, what happened and when. Yeah. You don't this isn't a accountability is we are a team. You're no one in no one is an individual that then you know, we don't sell things and then throw it over the fence. And as so a scenario um, to, to work through that, I guess, is salesperson has sold something that's not actually part of the service book. It's not what you sell. And then it inevitably goes through to onboarding to go live. And we're going, oh, that's not it's really unique. what we, that's not what we sell. That's not what we're meant to do. Again, going back to the no is, oh, we've kind of said yes to it now as a, as a collective. We should probably just try and make it work. I would encourage actually no one's learned, so you're going to see that again, right? It doesn't matter how much you talk about, well, that wasn't really the right way to do it. Yeah, but that person made commission on that sale, so actually I've been rewarded for, for my bad effort. It's possibly better to go, yeah, Mr. Sales individual, I'm really sorry, but you're actually going to need to go back to the customer. You apologise for your mistake and either sell them something that they should, you know, that fits yeah, our yeah. service or... Yeah, agree to part ways and we'll cancel that contract. They feel that discomfort. They feel the discomfort. You might have a customer that's you know, not particularly happy, but it's probably better to have one customer that's unhappy, have that salesperson learn, yep. than it is to have handfuls of customers that come through over a period of time that then you know, you, you're, you're stuck delivering and, and no one's learned. That's, that's the problem. Is sometimes learning is it's painful for both the individual and those around them. Yeah, but at least it doesn't happen again. And I, I guess there's an action point to take away for anyone listening. The next time you're in sales conversation, is probably the easiest place to just trial this. Mm. And you're asked for discount or you're asked, hey, could you actually do that this way? Try saying no, but with the explanation of, you know, we know what it costs to deliver a great service or no um, for this reason. Make sure that because or we think etc is in there and then just watch the shift in attitude with the person that you're engaging with try it that way because i for me that was the little nugget that meant oh hold up a second actually i get far better results doing this and then you get you, you have to get the little the bug whatever you want to call it yeah. depending on what you do you get the better results but also there is that endorphin rush of 
yeah. hang on a minute, I've had that positive reaction and this person is now showing an element of respect. I've just, <laughs> I've only been speaking to them for 30 minutes. This person seems to have an element of respect for me already. That that creates good feelings and actually you can associate your own good feelings with this with this process um, as well. And I love the fact that you could, if it doesn't work, you try it once. You know, we're not talking about mad business changes here. We're talking yeah. about changing individuals. So if it doesn't work on the next one, you can go back to your old ways, right? And you can, or you can try something new. It, we're not saying you, you've got to change change processes, and this is going to be ingrained. So it really is something you can try, and then and then roll it back if for whatever reason it's, it doesn't work. Absolutely, completely agree. And let let us know how you get on if you do say no. Uh, at any point over the next few weeks. Um, but as we said at the start, we are back to weekly. Um, we are off-site today recording. Um, so we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And thank you very much for joining us and for your understanding. Thank you. Good.